What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Kale Nolan. There might be some new faces on today's episode because it's actually a guest episode. I actually met Michaela through this episode. This was the first time we had ever talked was on this recording. So you guys are going to get to meet her just like I did and you will fall in love with her by the end. I promise you guys are going to love this episode. That's why I'm so excited. So I'm not going to chat your ear off. I'm going to bring her on, but I just wanted to introduce myself if anyone was new. I'm Caitlin. I'm a CPT in California and I started this podcast because I'm very passionate about sharing the realistic side to my life, fitness, wellness, and anything that I'm going through currently. That's why we have weekly episodes because, you know, it's always different, but I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her. So I'm just going to bring her on right now and I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you on. I wanted to give a little intro of you, but then I'm like, let's just have you introduce yourself first and then I'll share why I really wanted you ha- to have you on the podcast. So I'll let you take the floor. But if anybody's new, we're having Michaela on today as our first guest of 2024. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And this is my first podcast of 2024. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. But my name is Michaela. I'm a Canadian girly. And I recently made the big move to Tampa this past summer. And my boyfriend lives here, but I actually moved because I feel like I belong in a warm climate. Like I just feel like my heart and soul belongs here. I'm just not for the cold winter months. I'm truly not. So made the move here and I'm a full-time content creator Um, I feel like I share many different aspects of my life across my platforms like TikTok and Instagram and sometimes YouTube. And yeah, you can basically see everything from my daily routines, appointments, and I also dive into my fitness journey as well. So yeah, I kind of just try to share all aspects of my life. Yeah, that's why I really like following along with just everything that you post because I feel like when I go on your page it's like what am I going to get today am I going to get a routine am I going to get a grocery haul are you going to go to Target like I like the variety that you have because I talk a lot about balance on all of my pages and I feel like you are really good at sharing that and on top of that you're also extremely knowledgeable I think that's how I first found you was one of your mic'd up workouts and I was like oh my gosh she knows what she's talking about like we need to know more like how you got started on your fitness journey and all that today but that's kind of why I wanted to have you on is just because on top of being very very inspiring I feel like you also spread a lot of really valuable information so 
yeah, that's why I wanted to have you on. That's literally like, that's honestly a huge compliment because I feel like, yeah, I started my platform doing a lot of mic depths and whatnot and walking people through workouts and just like having fun with it and making people feel as though they can be themselves and be comfortable in the gym. Like if I can talk to a camera through a mic, like you can go to the gym and try out this crazy workout that you've probably never done in your life and you might feel silly. But if I can sit here and talk to a camera and talk to a microphone and walk you through it and make a fool out of myself, you can certainly, you know, go to the gym. So yeah, it's it's definitely like one of my favorite forms of content to create, although I don't do as much mic'd ups anymore just because they're so, oh my gosh, so much editing. And yeah, it's a long process, but it's still one of my favorite ways to connect with my audience for sure. Yeah, I feel like also how you said watching you do that is also inspiring just in terms of being comfortable at the gym because I do feel like when you watch somebody else be confident it does give you that boost of like okay I can do this too so um I always do at the beginning of my episodes an obsession from the week so something that's maybe not typical like maybe something new that you recently found or just something that you want to share with everybody do you have anything from your week that just stuck out to you that you really loved yes I actually have a couple things oh I love that so the first thing being Pilates, literally as of today, if you if you saw my I saw that. Did my first Pilates class today and you guys, I'm not a Pilates girl, okay? I I've honestly never even had an opinion on Pilates. I've never even really thought about it. I kind of just like thought it was like delicate movement. I don't know why. I have no idea why, but I was so wrong. I went in there today so just like oh yeah this is probably gonna be like yoga vibes like I'm not really sure what to expect yeah I was very wrong I felt like I was hit by truck after you are targeting muscle groups that you never thought that you would target (laughs) and yeah it was such a great workout I went with my friend this morning and it was oh my gosh I'm so excited to go back again so it was funny that you say that because I was like oh my gosh that's the first thing that sticks up to me and it's the beginning of the week. Were you on the actual reformer or was it like a Matt Pilates class? It was a Matt. I do not think ready for the reformer. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. And when I first went, I went with a friend and she was like, oh, I literally fell last week when I did this. And I was like, don't tell me that. I'm so scared. And then you get on and it's not as scary, but it's totally different if you're used to lifting or running. Like it is something that you've never done because it's not even similar to yoga, like you said. So I love that you tried that. It's a good switch up too no it totally is I was yeah I was in love with it after I was like wow I think I'm gonna have to start doing this just to switch up my routine I feel like I've been in a funk with the gym which we can talk about later but um, I just feel like switching it up and adding something new into your routine is just super helpful for keeping you motivated so I'm really happy that I stepped out of my comfort zone and tried that because I'm not a class girly like I I'm so worried about embarrassing myself, sort of, to some extent. But, like, it helped that I had someone there that I knew. I don't like bailing on people. So I was like, you know what? I need to show up for her. I love that. Yeah, so I'm happy I won. Probably opened the door for you with fitness classes because I used to be the same way. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to the gym alone, like, headphones on, don't want to talk to anybody, just be in my own bubble. And now I'm like, no, I want to go to a workout class every single day. And it's, like, hard to add it in now because I just want to do that instead of lift. So it's funny. You've opened a can of worms. And it's it's crazy, too. Like, if you're in your 20s or maybe you live alone or with your partner, I feel like – sorry, I'm totally rambling. No, I love it. A lot of people can relate to this. Going to, like, a workout class 
of any sort, I feel like there's so much isolation nowadays for me at least, like, and just moving to a new town or a freaking whole new country <laughs> and not knowing a lot of people, like, that is my social kind of time of the day. And at the gym, I feel like you're a little bit more isolated in yeah. class. Everyone's kind of there for the same reasons you are and they want to sweat, you know, you're beside random people and it's just fun, like interacting with random people and potentially making new friendships out of it and just yeah. seeing new faces. So yeah. And I'm a pretty like, it's, I seem very extroverted and I, everyone always like tries to call my bluff on this and they say, you are not introverted, but I'm actually a very introverted person. So it, it's definitely nice to like go to a class setting and be around people and just the energy, you know? I don't know why. I think like it has to do with how you are on camera. If you're really comfortable on camera, a lot of the time people assume that you are an extrovert. So clearly you are extremely comfortable on camera. And I feel like that's something I've really had to learn is like filming myself, even talking on a mic. Like, I don't know why it just makes me shy when in my real life, I've never felt shy a day in my life. So funny. I thought you were the, sorry to cut you off. I no. The biggest introvert. Oh my God. Yeah. But, and then, yeah, as soon as we got on, I completely different energy than I was expecting. Wow. Well, look at us being pushed out of our comfort zone. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, and now quickly, my second one, I've mentioned this on my story quite a few times. This is something I recently brought into my routine in the new year, and that is starting my day off before I go on my phone or anything like that with the Daily Stoic. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. So it's like, I don't even really know how to explain it. It's just like philosophy, and it's like, every day, just helpful passages. So it starts January 1st all the way until the end of December. And it, you can literally read it every single year if you want. And you just read one page a day. It's such a good way to just kind of like reflect on your day that's coming, how to kind of like, I don't know, just like realizing small things about maybe your attitude or the way that you're approaching the day. And I don't know, it's, it's really just changed my whole perspective on every single day, I swear to God, because I would always wake up and go on my phone. And I feel like that puts you kind of in like a bad headspace. And it's yeah. not the greatest way, you know, to start the day. You said it was a book or is it like an app? Yeah, it's a book. It's mm. by Ryan Holiday. I just looked because it's on my nightstand. And yeah, it's literally a book and you just you read a page a day and oh my gosh, it's like the best vibes. And it looks so cute on your nightstand. It's just I'm sold. I'm gonna you have to send me the link after I'm gonna buy it. Oh my gosh, I will. I think oh no, that was two days ago that I linked it. I'll send you the link. It's so good. Oh my gosh. And it's just like the best, most helpful reminders every single day too. Like it totally changes your perspective. And I'm someone who doesn't like I don't know, people will be like, Oh, try journaling and I'm like, uh, or try meditating and I'm like, uh but like, I'm really trying to be more mindful this year. That was my New Year's resolution. I was like, I want to be more mindful of just like my body, my mind, my soul, like when I wake up every single day and just try to start the day on a good, on a good note, you know, yeah. not consuming social media or emails first thing. Cause that's just like, oh my gosh, like you said, it one simple thing can really just ruin your day or turn it sideways so yeah it's yeah. a good way to start the day that's a really good point how you said everybody said try journaling try meditation and none of those have worked for you but you found something that you resonate with that actually works with your routine because I feel like I'm the same way if I try something just because everybody else does it if it doesn't work for me I will not do it and then if it's something I actually want to do like if it is meditation and I'm trying to force myself to do it and it just 
isn't something I enjoy. It literally feels like a chore. And I feel like that's where a lot of people will not, I don't want to say go wrong in their routines, but maybe feel less happy when they're doing all these things to try to better themselves because they're maybe just doing what their favorite creator does or what they've heard works, but it doesn't genuinely make them happy. And I think that's kind of the key is just finding those things that you resonate with the most. So I really like that. I want to try that book. Yes, you need to. Absolutely. And it's one of those things too that with this book is that anyone can relate to, like literally anyone and everyone. Like we can, there's all things that we go through that we can, you know, work on. We're all trying to work on ourselves in some way, whether that be in the gym or maybe there's something like mentally we're trying to work on. And this book can help anyone and everyone. And I, (laughs) I should be in an ad for this book because <laughs> I just like post one. Well, I don't do it every day anymore. I used to in January. I'd post like a page a day just to like show people what it was kind of about. Yeah. And yeah, no. So yeah, if you're feeling like you need a little good kickstart to your day, The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. Yay. And I'm sure you probably have it on like your Amazon or something. So I can link that below too in the show notes. Um, I think my obsession is really just PJs I feel like I never really will buy pajamas because I feel like I could buy other things and it'd be worth it because I'm just sleeping in it but I feel like when you actually have comfy PJs that are good quality soft and doesn't have to be expensive like obviously I have the Amazon ones and stuff too I just feel like it makes you feel so much better and I know that you like pajamas because I feel like you're a pajama girl like every video I'm like oh my god I need those and you're like a, a jerf avenue is that your favorite PJs oh my gosh girl as soon as you said PJs, I was like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> I am telling you, so Jerf is really good. I love their stuff, but uh, Miss Matilda, everything's always out of stock. Yeah. It makes – I don't have anything. Yeah. Everything's always out of stock. It is pretty expensive, and honestly, Everjay is really expensive. I have a lot of their pajamas. I did kind of splurge, but there are some Amazon, like – knockoffs Mm -hmm. and they are just as good as quality and honestly like it I totally feel you like it just changes your whole like the vibes like the nighttime routine like you just getting in your pajamas it's not like a sweat set you know what I mean yeah even just waking up in the morning and feeling more put together I don't know why it just made me feel really happy this week so I was like okay I need to really like invest and I've tried the Everjay ones on because there's a store by me so maybe that was my sign to go get some you know, I always forget that they have an actual store. I've only ever purchased online. But yes, if you can, like, ask for one thing for, like, Christmas or something from, like, your partner or, I don't know, your sister, they're, I think it's, like, $120 for a set. It's pretty expensive, but honestly, they're so nice. And, like, oh, my gosh, I self-tan. I don't know if you self-tan, but, like, they soak up all the self-tan so it doesn't get on your sheets. And then oh. – yeah, it, like, comes out in the wash. Like, they don't stain or anything. I don't know if it has to do with how, like, thin the fabric is. I don't know. I was, like, kind of nervy to self-tan them because, first of all, they were so expensive. And yeah. second of all, oh, my God, if this stains, I'm going to be so upset. But, no, easily my favorite. So, yeah, I would say Everjay. But if you can't, you know, bring yourself to spend that much, Amazon has, like, the exact same. I think I have those on my storefront as well. Um like the same pajamas essentially it's literally the same material it's so comfy I also want to get into your fitness journey you said that you went on a fitness journey I mean we all I feel like there's no end date so and no matter what if you step foot in the gym you've been on a fitness journey before so 
I just wanted to ask you kind of from the beginning, where did your fitness journey begin? Have you found any tips along the way? Anything that you want to share? Just open the floor to you and let us know whatever you want. Okay. So I feel like I've been all over the map with my fitness journey. So this is going to be a little bit of a roller coaster just because I'm a, I'm an open book for the most part. Like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't talk about my full story enough. I feel like I, whenever people ask me, they're like, oh my God, I didn't even know about, yeah. about you. So like, yeah, but I feel like I want to say I've always been like into sports and stuff growing up, like when I was young. But to be honest, like I was never a coordinated girly. Like I was never good at any of them. I honestly just did them to try to make friends because – and like to be involved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was never like super good at anything. I feel like for the most part, I was much more of like an individual sports kind of girly. Like skiing, snowboarding, dirt biking, which I know you probably would not expect. Yeah. But my dad, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. My dad was into that stuff. So when he took me in when I was seven, because I was in foster care growing up, um, he took me in and that was the stuff that he was into and my brothers were into. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I guess I'm going to be into it. Yeah. I liked it because, like, I'm not a competitive person, like, at all. I've never been competitive. That was the one thing I didn't love with sports growing up, and I just felt like I never fit in because I never tried super hard. I kind of was the one that, like, was just there to be there. And, like, yeah, I I was not ever that great. Um, So I liked, like, the aspect of, like, skiing or snowboarding or water sports when it was kind of just like you against yourself sort of vibes. I didn't feel like I had to like show up for anybody else. I was just doing it because I genuinely was having fun. So that was kind of like the beginning of like me realizing how much I loved moving my body. And then when I was in grade eight, I actually got into a really bad accident. I was dirt biking. Well, actually I was on a ATV um, and I broke my back. Oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I broke my back and I broke my L1, L2, and L3, and I actually couldn't feel my legs for three days. Like, I thought oh. we thought that I was going to be paralyzed from the waist down. So, I'm in shock. Yeah, it was a huge like thing for me and like my my dad and like, you know, my family. I didn't have like a, a solid support system at that time. Like, I don't know, it was my family is just kind of all over the place. So it was definitely hard to kind of navigate at being so young and like also, you know, just like dipping my toes into the world. Like, I don't know, I was only 14. So yeah, that's traumatic. Yeah. So it was pretty crazy. I couldn't do any form of movement or anything for about a year. Um, I was like in a wheelchair for, I was in the hospital for like two weeks and then I was in a wheelchair after that and wore a back brace for a year and it was just like yeah it was super crazy and I didn't you know being young and you know I don't know I I didn't really know much about the world at this point I didn't realize how grateful I was to have been able to like participate in a sport and go to school and like just do basic things like around the house or go for walks like take my dog for a walk like I don't know. It was weird. It was a really weird realization that I had at such a young age because I feel like when you're in grade eight, you're not thinking about, 
you know, moving your body that day. That is not what you're thinking of. You're thinking of maybe like going to your girlfriend's house and playing webkins or I don't know, like yeah, I was doing when I was in grade A. I was playing with my Tamagotchi. Yes, in grade A, I was still playing with my Tamagotchi. Facebook and like Instagram was quite like new still. And I know a lot of us weren't allowed to have it. So I don't know. I was like playing outside. I was, you know, playing street hockey with a lot of like the boys in the cul-de-sac and my brothers. And yeah, it was just like something I, you know, that was taken away from me that I didn't realize how important it was to me. So once I could like, you know, I regained feeling in my legs after a few days. It was actually the day that they were going to do surgery on me. I ended up gaining feeling in my toes and it was just like the best moment ever. I don't really remember because yeah, <laughs> I'm pumped on medication. Um, and yeah, after that, I want to say I started – so I couldn't participate in any sports after that. And after I would say I maybe like grade 10, grade 10 summer was when I joined a private all-girls gym and none of my friends went to the gym. Like Everybody played sports. Nobody worked out. It was like just very, I don't know, not unheard of, I guess. And I started going to physio when I broke my back and I was, you know, just learning how to move my body properly and like regain strength back in my core and my back so that I could walk again properly. I literally had to relearn how to walk. Like it was crazy. I had a walker and everything. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was very – it was embarrassing. I was – that was literally what I thought of. In grade eight, I was walking around my cul-de-sac and I was like, this is embarrassing. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. I'm seen out here with a walker. Like, absolutely no way. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. About. Yeah, it was It was quite the experience. But I'm so happy that I went through it because after that, like, after I healed and I joined a gym and I, you know, was watching a lot of YouTube and learning how to move my body properly and I went to physio and I was learning all these new things, I became so fascinated with the human body and just, like, movement and I wanted to learn more about it. So I decided to go to school for kinesiology, which is basically the study of human movement And yeah, I worked at a gym part-time growing up. I literally worked at the gym just so I could get a free gym pass (laughs) because I worked like three jobs. I was trying to save up all my money to go to this specific university. And yeah, so that was kind of like the beginning of my fitness journey. That was when I realized I wasn't working out necessarily to like have a nice body like necessarily it was more so just to like get movement in because after you know that's taken away from you you never honestly know how important something is to you until it's taken away from you and i think yeah. we've all been in some sort of situation where maybe you've you know like when covid hit for example and all the gyms shut down suddenly everybody really wanted to work out you know what mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we've all kind of been in a position where we felt lost when we don't have access to something. So yeah, it was weird. It was a weird realization because it happened to me so young and I felt like I was quite alone. (laughs) No one, you know, worked out or anything like that. So yeah, that was the beginning, the start of my fitness journey. I knew I wanted to do, you know, help people in that space, whether it just like help people work out or like learn how to work out or just like walk people through 
exercises. Oh my gosh, my cat is going off in the back. I'm so sorry if you can hear him. I don't think I've ever really touched on that point on the podcast because I haven't had a situation like that, but it is so eye-opening to think of fitness as even just being able to get up and walk and try the exercises, even if you're not the best one in the gym or if you are feeling self-conscious or you don't feel like you're making any progress at the end of the day, at least you're there and able to do all of the movements and get your body going. And I feel like that is really, really motivating, especially because when you first start, I think it's really hard not to let all of the outside factors get in the way of your fitness journey. Say you go to the gym once and you're like, this is horrible. I hate it. I don't enjoy it. It made me feel anxious. A million other things too on top of it that you just hate. And then you don't want to go back. But I feel like if you can just go back to that feeling of I can do this and my body is able to do that. I think that that can be really helpful for people too. So one, thank you for sharing that because I'm sure that's hard to share. And two, it's just super, super eye-opening. And obviously you have a lot of knowledge too. You said you went to school for kinesiology and you worked in a gym. Is there any tips if you could give somebody who's just starting at the gym? Is there one or a couple tips that you could give somebody who's starting their fitness journey? I would say... Honestly, okay, for me, like, I know I put so much pressure on myself with being consistent. That's a huge thing that you'll always hear everybody say is be consistent. You need to be consistent, like, you know, and I obviously I do agree with that. I think consistency is really important, but I think just being proud of you yourself and celebrating the small wins, like you don't have to go to the gym every single day. I think a lot of people kind of get it twisted. Like in order to reach your goals or specific goals, you need to go every single day. You need to do a specific workout. You know, maybe your favorite influencer did a leg day and you need to do that specific leg day because you want, you know, the same legs as her or you want your butt to look like hers. And I'm going to tell you (laughs) that no matter how many times you do that same leg day that she does, your body's never going to look like hers. We're all genetically made up in our own way and we're all made to look different and I think that going into the gym with that you know headspace and just reminding yourself that you look the way you do for a reason you're beautiful you know be thankful for what you have and take it one step at a time oh my gosh wait one sec I need to let my cat out sorry no that's okay I like that because I feel like when I was first starting my fitness journey I thought the same thing I was like okay I think we all go through this where when we set a goal, we sit down, we're like, we're going to do this. And even I with social media, sometimes I'll have a burst of inspo and I'll be on a walk with Hunter and I'm like, okay, next week I'm going to post this in the morning and then halfway through the day, I'm going to post this and then I'm going to post on my story every day. Like it's always zero to a hundred, but sometimes we have to be like, okay, that's actually not the way to do it. And maybe some people might work for them, but it doesn't work for everybody. And when I think back to the beginning of my fitness journey, I was working full time. So I was really only going to the gym maybe three times a week, mostly two times a week. And I was still making so much progress. So I really like that you pointed that out. Yeah, that's the thing is like so many people, you know, on social media, and this is what I think for me tainted my mindset with social media a bit. And, you know, I had issues kind of comparing myself because so many people are like, oh my gosh, yeah, I go to the gym five to six times a week. And I'm like, that is so amazing. And I used to do that. Like one year from today, I used to do that. And then I actually got a breast augmentation in April and the recovery to that was so, it was just traumatic for me. Like it was long, it was hard. 
I took a lot of time off the gym, which I honestly really needed. I feel like I again, regained this new perspective of like, you do not have to go to the gym every single day. Absolutely not. Like just because people say that you need to, or like there's these coaches saying that you need to, if you want to make these gains, like absolutely. If you're going to like to compete or, you know, maybe you're doing something specific or you're going for something very specific, but if you're just living your life, trying to be the healthiest version of yourself, honestly, I, cause I used to be an online coach. I would literally tell my girlies like, two to three times a week starting out, I think is such a perfect, and for anyone, honestly, even if you're not starting out, I think two to three times a week is such a good number to put on yourself because it's not overwhelming. And you can look like on Sundays, and I know a lot of us probably plan out our weeks on Sundays, you can look at your week and be like, you know what? I can definitely go to the gym two to three times a week. Like I can definitely make it to the gym two to three times to the to the gym this week. And if you say to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, rest day, Friday, the gym, Saturday, rest day, Sunday. It's like, that's so overwhelming. After getting back into the gym, after my surgery, I was like, I don't think I can, I don't think I can do this. Like it is becoming toxic to me. The gym is becoming a place that I don't want to be at. You know, it used to be a comfortable space for me. Now I feel like it's a task to go. And like, that sucks. Like no one wants that, you know? So yeah, yeah. that's my main tip is just setting yourself up for success in a way that's like not going to be overbearing or overwhelming to you. So on Sunday saying, I'm going to go to the gym twice a week this week. That is so doable for me. And I feel like for anyone, like twice a week, girl, you can do it. You can do it. You can go to the gym twice a week and just kind of stick to that and see how that goes for you. And then slowly move it up to maybe you know, if you're going to go to the gym twice a week, maybe do like a workout class with a friend an extra day, you know? I 100% wholeheartedly agree. And I also think because how you said it's realistic, that already makes me want to do it more. If I'm setting a goal, if you say, oh, I only want to do two times versus the six times a week, I would way rather stick to something for longevity rather than just say, I'm going to go six days a week and then feel burnt out in two weeks because that's not going to get you to those manageable, realistic goals. So ultimately, I just think that's definitely the best approach. And I really like that you say that. Do you feel like you, I mean, I obviously know that you do because I follow you, but you have a lot of balance in your life. Do you have a lot of hobbies, would you say, outside of the gym? Or is there anything that you really like if it's going to restaurants? Or what are some of the ways that you practice balance? So yeah, I mean, obviously I love moving my body, but to be honest, if I'm going to be so real, like Josh, he's my boyfriend. We love TV. Like (laughs) same on a Friday, Saturday night. Like if you don't see me on social media, I'm probably binging a TV show. I'm not joking. Like I love binging any kind of series, even if it's a book series. Like I love reading. I love TV series. I just love completely getting lost in another realm and world and just like putting myself in that, you know, book or TV show and just completely attaching my emotions to it. It sounds so weird, but like to me, that is honestly how I feel balanced and it kind of brings me back down to reality because being on social media, being tainted by all like the negativity and like comparing yourself and just, you know, all the negativity that comes with social media, I feel like I need a little bit of like grounding. And to mm-hmm. me, reading and watching TV does that for me. 
Um, and like, yeah, we also love to go out. We go on weekly date nights, whether that normally on the weekend, so Friday or Saturday. And then we also like, I love, we got recently got a dog. So we love walking her, like taking her for walks and just like, I don't know, being more present with each other. I think, you know, being in a relationship, I think it's important to just like spend that time with each other. And so, yeah, that's like what I honestly like to do in my free time is just spend time with my cute little family. I'm sure anybody listening is probably like, wow, Caitlin and her are going to get along because that's literally exactly what we do. Right down to walking our dog. And I always say to Hunter, I feel like when we have a show and we're both watching it, it actually changes our entire life because we feel like we're bonding more it's just something to talk about too that's super lighthearted. like we will talk about the shows like they're our friends or like something going on in our life and we always joke because sometimes we get way too invested in a show like i remember when we watched walking dead this was like probably six years ago we would watch so many hours of the show that we could not get our brains like out of that mindset like i would turn a corner and think that a freaking I forget if it, it was like a zombie was gonna eat us like but I love that because like I want to be so relaxed to the point where I forget about reality so I love that you said that that's so funny that you say that because okay I'm have you watched the vampire diaries yes that's literally my favorite show <laughs> okay girl I literally emotionally have attached myself to that show when I'm walking Bonnie at nighttime I'm like Damon Salvatore are you here <laughs> You like see a bird and you're like, oh my God, we have to go in. Yes, literally, I see a crow and I'm like, Damon Salvatore. <laughs> like, I literally, like, it, exactly what you just said. It just likes to sweep you out of reality for a bit. It just, it's just like the best. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because obviously, like I've mentioned 15 times, I stalk your page and I love your posts and I love your little reset videos. And I feel like you definitely have a routine down. So, just give us a little rundown of what you do, like morning to night, maybe your favorite parts of the day. Obviously, every day is probably a little bit different, but what are some things that are like non-negotiables for you throughout the day? Yeah, so I feel like lately, just with my mental health kind of being like all over the place, I try to like place less pressure on myself every single day and I try to just like go through the motions. I obviously wake up. I'll start with my stoic just to try to like, you know, start the day on a positive note. And I'll always start with that. And then I've been really just loving romanticizing my skincare in the morning and in the evening. Like I used to hate doing my skincare, but I take a solid 20 to 30 minutes just like chilling, relaxing, even if it means I need to wake up earlier because I know that we don't all have the luxury of like, you know, sleeping in later and taking our time in the morning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I would go to school, when I was in university, I would wake up half hour, 40 minutes late or earlier just so that I could, you know, spend time with myself and actually like, you know, get myself ready for the day, do my makeup. So I kind of carried that in to today too. Like I try to just really take my time with my skincare. I'll make my greens in the morning because I am a greens girly. I don't know. And help me get more micronutrients. And then breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. So I try to eat breakfast every single day and just, you know, even if it's something light, but I always try to just like have something to start off my day that's going to, you know, get me feeling and moving and grooving, you know, not like sugary or anything like that just something wholesome and well-rounded and then yeah I kind of go from there like if it's a workout day I 
normally will go in the morning just because I feel like that's when I'm most motivated is in the morning and that's when the most of my energy is present and yeah so I'll go get my workout done and then I'll come home and I'll try to just like get some work done emails edit get like the bulk of my workload done either after I do my skincare right before the gym or as soon as I get home from the gym yeah and yeah I'll like tidy up my place I sort of try to like just like see how I'm feeling like if it's not a workout day I honestly will just clean my house I'll relax I'll take Bonnie for a walk I'll hang out with Josh you know what I mean it just depends on my workload I always do prioritize and designate like a two-hour window to try to just like get as much work done as I need to get done but I obviously have days where I procrastinate and that is the one thing with like being self-employed and working at home obviously I'm so grateful but it can be a little hard sometimes like with time management (laughs) and procrastinating I'm sure that you totally can relate to that Mm -hmm. I feel like also it's hard when like you control your workload because it can be a lot to like want to post and then you you want to like show up for your community and then like you were saying your mic'd up workouts take so much editing and everything like a lot of the behind the scene can get overwhelming but I like that you have just like moments throughout the day where you focus on self-care and I think I do try to do that I feel like it doesn't come as natural to me to like take a second and actually chill because I'm always like zooming through the motions like I break things all day long because I'm just like boom boom, 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 boom. like I can't like slow down I also drink a lot of coffee but I'm like really trying to do the same thing and like even if I have a workout I go to spin sometimes at seven and obviously that's early but if I can wake up a little bit earlier just so that I can like chill because there's nothing worse when you're like wait where are my socks and like I'm always just such a scatterbrain so I'm like really really trying to do that too no, I completely agree. And like for me, I don't know if you're like this. If this is so weird. I don't know if I'm even alone just in general for people who are listening. But like I find that I get so much more done when I have a boatload of stuff to do that day. Like if I have a mm-hmm. huge list of tasks that I need to get done, I don't know why I am so much more motivated just to get it done because like I like a clear to-do list. Yeah, And I'm the type of person, like, if I know that I have a ton of tasks coming up, I've always tried to get a head start on it. Even when I was in uni, like, I would try to, like, do as much as my of my assignments and everything before they were due so that I could just chill and relax and have that downtime because for me, like, I struggle with a lot of anxiety and I find that the more time I have to spend with myself, the calmer and more manageable my anxiety is. So it's been a learning curve, I will say. But I feel like these past – since I moved to Tampa, honestly, and moved in with Josh. That's very helpful for me to hear too because I have really bad anxiety too. And I think maybe that would be actually helpful for me to – do things like in advance because I am definitely a procrastinator so it's interesting hearing it from a point of view of somebody who isn't a procrastinator because I just like think everybody is because I am such a bad procrastinator but it does it makes the day so much harder when you know that like it's today or nothing to get things done and I feel like I struggled with that a lot in school so it definitely has translated into my career as well but it's really motivational hearing that you like to like get things done before they have to be done. Because it causes just so much anxiety for me if I don't. And I'm already anxious enough like as mm-hmm. it is. So if I leave things to the last minute. I find I just get so anxious. But that is not to say, girl, I'm the biggest procrastinator. But I find <laughs> that I'm 
a big procrastinator when it comes to things I don't want to do. Like, yeah. which, you know, I feel like that was another thing that I told myself this year. I need to start saying no more often and just like doing what I genuinely want to do because I don't want to be a procrastinator. Like I want to yeah. be able to enjoy the life. And I think it's normal to procrastinate, like, you For know, sure. house tasks and certain things with work. You're not going to be in love with your job 24 seven. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I think that it's just that's just been something that's really helped me. So whenever I know, like a lot of my friends are procrastinators, and I'm like, "Girl, try it this way. Just try to do it filmed, or if you're editing, or if you you know have to submit like a work assignment, try doing it ASAP, and just so you don't have to think about it the next day." Yeah, and I think it's not even a personality trait because I feel like sometimes I put myself in that box where I'm like, "Oh, I was terrible at school, so I'm going to be bad at all of these assignments." Blah blah blah. But it really is like it comes down to discipline and just kind of showing up for yourself just like we do at the gym and just like we do in other aspects of life it's the exact same thing you gotta make a to-do list and follow through with that so my mom always says she's like you can't just make the list you gotta actually do the list yes and it's hard to do that too like when you've uh, when you're finally grown up and like you know what I mean you're like mm-hmm. I just live my life now but no it it is true like if you make and I find making lists really does help me I find if I like just write out everything I need to do at the beginning of the week and just like at some point try to like fit it into my schedule, I do find it helps. But sometimes it can be like that can be daunting to some people, you know, so you just kind of got to figure out a way that is like manageable for you because, yeah, you know, just because it works for one person doesn't mean it'll work for you. And I have really bad ADHD too. So I find that like every single time I tell myself, okay, I'm going to time block, I'm going to block off this hour to do this and this and I never end up doing it like <laughs> I don't know it's it's bad I'm all over the place all the time but like yeah. I find that if I just you know don't even think about it I just if I'm like editing for example I just film edit right then and there and then I can just think of oh my gosh I'm gonna do this so I can watch The Bachelor tonight <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way I appreciate your realness because I feel like we are missing that a lot online and that's just another reason why I definitely gravitate towards your content because you're so real and open about how you feel mentally how you feel physically your actual routine and then also having another aspect of your content of where you're also really motivating where it's like I still struggle with xyz but this is how I still do it and like have that discipline so seriously thank you for coming on because I'm already motivated and I'm sure everybody else already loves this episode and if there's any little last words you want to give or just any tips for anybody listening then we'll wrap it up on that um well just thank you so much for having me and like creating such a safe space just to like chat and I don't know I love just like wholesome girly talks like they're my favorite you know but Yeah. yeah I don't know I think like for me I've definitely struggled a lot this past year just with mental health and if maybe you're going through the same thing just know that like it gets better and don't take everything so seriously like if you're on your fitness journey and you're trying to meet a specific goal it's not that serious you're going to be on your fitness journey throughout your entire life literally your entire life so do not think that you need to dedicate this brand new year to creating a better version of you because you have your entire life to work out and to go hard in the gym or do that workout class. I think being present and being in the moment is so important. And that's just something that I've really been trying to instill into my brain because I'm so stubborn and I feel like 
I have been like that my whole life. I've always been the type of person where I'm like, I need to work out. I need to do this. I need to do X, Y, and Z. You know, don't take life so seriously. You know, try to just enjoy the moment. And yeah, I think that's how I'd like to end off. I love that. Obviously, I'm sure if everybody's listening, they're already going to go follow you. But if you haven't already, you need to pause this and go follow her. I'm going to put all of her social media and everything down below. But seriously, thank you so much for coming on. And we're going to definitely do a part two now because I have yes. another, another question. question. This is I'm like addicted. I want to <laughs> more. We need to FaceTime for real because I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I know you forever. Like this is you made this so comfortable, too, by the way. Like Aww. at the beginning, I was super nervous, but like. <laughs> No, I was nervous too. It's my own podcast and I was like shaking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I was like so nervous, but it was such a lovely conversation. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.